What is up, everyone? We're back with uh, Season 1, Episode 1 of uh, Surviving Online Dating. And I'm Nick Taylor, and I got my co-host, Kristen. Hey, guys. First off, I want to start by saying thanks. I, I thank everyone for their feedback. I got a lot of great feedback, and uh, I welcome all feedback anyone wants to send. Last episode, we talked about uh, like core values, um, common interests. These are things that are like good foundations, and that's why I have Kristen here. Kristen, uh, I don't think she's super well versed in online dating. Kristen, how how long have you actually used like online dating like Tinder? Uh probably for a few years, mostly through college. Um, in and out of a long term relationship, kind of in between those spaces, going on Tinder, finding some uh company. <laughs> oh, so, so you actually have pretty good online dating experience. I mean, you have more than I thought you would have. Well, you know. I have some. I've dabbled. Yeah, you got a little bit. Okay, well, that's cool. Um, now we're gonna talk about uh this first ep this first episode and why it's important. Core values versus common interest. And the quick gist is, I like to categorize two things. Core values are what's really actually important in a relationship, and common interests are things that you hopefully you think you think they were important but you move them over to common interests and they're just a bonus that's kind of what common interests are they're bonuses in a relationship or a bonus that someone else has you understand what i'm saying yeah why don't you give myself and the listeners some examples of core values versus interests yeah yeah, yeah. so so like a core value a core value would be let's say uh let's say you meet somebody a core value to you would be something that you you almost can't let go of. Like, let's say you meet someone and they're pretty perfect, but you find out they're a hardcore racist. There's a like, there, no, no, like there's an absolute problem there. Even if everything else is perfect like that, that that is an absolute core value that uh, would would ruin everything. Like, right. Um, Yeah. Right. Or like how dirty someone could be something like that. That is a uh, that that is like a core value. And this obviously changes between people. Like you right now could think a core value is, uh, I think a big one. And it was a big one for me when, uh, when I was younger was smoking marijuana. Like that was a big one for me, smoking weed. Honestly, like I never wanted to date a woman that smoked weed and it really hindered who I could date. And it's, it, it was actually pretty shitty, it, but I moved that core value over to the common interest column. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you, you take that, you move it into the common interest, and it's not as big of a deal anymore. And once you open yourself up to more people, like in the common interest column, like, okay, like, you know, smoking weed isn't that bad. But uh, even though it was something I, I was really against, well, now uh, I, I met someone that smokes weed once a month. However, whatever you decide is okay. I mean, I'm not asking you to drop all of your... Uh, what would that be? Drop all of your um, standard, like standards. Yeah, I'm not asking you to drop all of your standards. Like that's, I'm not telling you to go get in a in a uh, relationship with an alcoholic. That's not what I'm telling you to do. But every little thing you're able to move over into the common interest column. I like calling it that. Like moving it over into something that isn't that big of a deal, but it's a bonus. You open yourself up to meeting more people, right? Right. That that's that's the whole point of this first episode. I want to broaden your horizons. I want you to meet more people. And by meeting more people, you're going to learn a lot more about yourself, about other people in the world. You'll be more open. And that's a really big deal. I mean, we could talk about uh like your brother, right? Your brother, he he met someone. I've never seen him drink alcohol in my life ever. Never have I ever seen him drink alcohol in his life, but his wife 
you know, she will drink alcohol. Your uh, what? Your sister-in-law. Your sister-in-law. Yeah, she'll drink alcohol, right? But they're perfect for each other. Well, yeah. I think uh, sometimes things like that could be a make or break situation, but sometimes if you're open to it, you can realize that person just because they do something that you don't partake in or vice versa doesn't mean that they can't compliment you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, and, that, and, that, and that's like that sums up everything is that, you know, people, people can be a good compliment to who you are. Doesn't matter what they're into. But we have to decipher, like, who the sociopaths are, you know, the people that are that are just someone you can't be around and someone that just, like, partakes in, say, drinking alcohol every now and then or smokes weed every now and then or is into video games or is into a different style of music than you are. Those can all be changed. So that's what we have to figure out. We have to move. I have to I want to try and move some of your things that you think are you have to have. And make you realize that you don't have to have those and you will meet more people. And that like that's a that's a huge part. And this all plays into Tinder because Tinder, you know, you want to find the perfect person and you want to match them and you want to meet them. No, I want you to match. I want you to swipe right on almost everyone. That's what I want you to do. And then you talk to them. That's that that that's what I'm coming towards. I want you to meet more people. Yeah, I mean, I definitely um, when I used Tinder in the past, would go through people's bios and pick whether or not to swipe just based off of one or two things that they mention in their bio. Like, I'm not a super outdoorsy person, so anytime someone said they like to fish. Oh, like everybody on <laughs> Tinder. Everyone has a picture of Which them fucking hiking. a lot of people like to fish, I guess. <laughs> yeah, everyone likes to hike, I guess. Yeah, everyone hikes. I would uh, decline them. So, I mean, who knows? I could be, if I had been different, I could be with a fisherman right now. You could be fishing right now. And you could be enjoying it. Like, actually. Like, you don't know. You don't know what you're into until you do it. Like, that's why you got to broaden your horizons for these things. And it could be a, a bust, right? But it's nice to know that it's a bust, right? You need to learn that it's a bust. Exactly. So a big thing is you have to ask yourself these questions. You have to ask what you actually care about. Um, like I said, core values, common interests. Core values are things that you need to actually care about. You need to actually care if who you're dating can't pay their rent because they're an alcoholic. Stuff like that. Those are the kind of things you have to accept. So we need to ask ourselves, what do we actually care about? And core values are the things we actually care about. Like, uh, like you don't want to meet someone that can't pay their rent because they're an alcoholic. That that's that's something that's hard to change. Like that, I think that is a very strong core value. And like I said, like these core values will change from person to person. Like what I think is going to be different from what uh, like Kristen thinks, right? But we want everyone to open their mind up to more things. That's what I'm asking you to do. I don't want you to throw your standards in the garbage. A lot of things that. Uh, a lot of guys or women out there think really matter are actually kind of just childish, right? Right. Like, I mean, just childish. Right. Like, like, what do you think is a childish thing that, uh, like something childish that a guy would, a guy or a woman would have to have in a prospective partner? I mean, especially within the kind of social circle I grew up in, definitely things like music and movie tastes like will make or break whether someone wants to hang out with someone. But I really think that that's probably one of the most juvenile things to base your relationship off of is whether somebody listens to the same type of music or just Things like that, like their their interests, like you never know unless you broaden your horizons whether that person's going to be the person for you just because they listen to 
a different genre of music or maybe they they dress in a way that you would categorize as a different clique than the one you would normally gravitate towards a different kind of look I guess and um, I just think people are much more than you know their initial um, representations of themselves oh yeah no absolutely like completely I mean uh, and, and like we can't say that we don't have even to this day um, we can't say that we don't have like ju- juvenile uh, uh, expectations of some people but it's it's a constant quest to let go of those is what it is. I mean, me specifically, it's hard. I, I honestly, I don't know if I could date a woman if she only ate chicken strips every day. And no, honestly, <laughs> it's a little extreme. no, honestly, like like they're well, people that are super picky about their food. It that's really hard for me. And like, I wish I could let that go because like, does that really matter? I mean, not really. Like the, the, the difference would be someone that's super picky and won't let you eat the food that you want to eat. Like, there's a problem there. Like, there's some kind of controlling issue that I think would categorize be in the core value column. That, like, if someone is vegetarian and won't let me eat anything aside from what she will eat, like, there's a problem there, right? Right. Like, I mean, that that seems like a legit core value problem. Like, there are things that are right and wrong. And keeping someone from enjoying food or whatever it is is a problem, right? Yeah. And that's a very, that, that's a minute one. I think that you should definitely keep your own interests um, in the forefront. Like, I don't think you should ever let anyone change the things that you like to do previous of meeting them. Oh, yeah. 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 Because so so let's say like things you like to do, like uh, I like playing video games. Video games are nice. I don't think video games are a problem. Like video games are a problem as in like drinking alcohol every now and then is not a problem. Maybe uh, any a lot of things is not aren't a problem. So, like, do those things need to be changed about you? Probably not. Um, If you're playing video games to a point to where that's all you're doing with your life and you don't have anything else going for you, then it could be construed as a problem. Things like that. Again, like, if if you're an alcoholic, like, that is a problem. There's a lot more deep-seated issues that are hard to fix. You know, like like I said, like, I don't need to fix uh, someone's taste buds, right? Like, I don't need to fix that. It just depends on who they are. As a well, person. you should never be trying to fix anything that you enter a relationship with. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Like, you're not going to fix people. People are kind of who they are. And also, depending on what you're looking for, I mean, you might not really want to spend too much time with this person. So who really cares what they're into? I mean, everyone's looking for different things. Yeah. And, that, and you're 100% right. That is the other, that's the other, like, yin to the to the yang of this uh of this episode is a lot of these are going to matter for someone that's looking for something more than what i like to call an internet one night stand right an internet one night stand and some people would ask like what is an internet one night stand it's two things an internet one night stand specifically is i don't know if you've ever done this before um, it's when you meet someone on the internet and well, actually there's a good way to, there's a good way to say it. If you've ever used something like Omegle or chat roulette, you get on there and you see the guy that's just kind of jerking off and no, no joke. And everyone has always wondered, a, a lot of people have wondered why are there random guys jerking off on Omegle or chat roulette? Have you wondered that? Uh, yeah, there's a reason why they are sometimes. And I've used enough Omegle or chat roulette to know this. I've never jerked off on it, but. I know that when you're scrolling through and you scroll through enough, you will see another, the other woman that's doing the same thing. They exist out there. 
They're just hard to see because there's not many of them. But whenever you run into one, you know, sometimes you're like, you partake in what they're doing. And that is an internet one night stand. You both both get what you want out of this small internet relationship that you have, right? And so, like, do her core values matter then? No. Like, why would you care? Why would you care what she's into if, like, this is all you're going to do on the internet, right? So this, this, like, this episode specifically is more for if you're looking for more than just like what I call the internet one night stands or a real life one night stand. Right. Right. So I want to recommend that uh, you could even write it down. Things that you are interested in, in a, like a prospective partner. And I want you to try and move some of those into a common interest bonus column and start meeting more people. I, I, it is so important. It's so important to meet more people. And by not meeting someone because they like a different uh, genre of music than you, like that is a problem and you are hindering yourself a hundred percent. Like, would you agree? Absolutely. Um, Someone can match up every single common interest you have, but as long as they don't share the same core beliefs and values as you, you'll never really make a connection. You know, you could do everything together, listen to all the same music you know go to all the same social gatherings and it's just never gonna click if no. those core values aren't there it won't i mean uh, me and you specifically we don't like uh we're really not that dirty like when we have dishes in the sink like they have to be done either me and me or you will do them like that like that is like cleaning up after yourselves like how are you gonna get along with someone that likes all these random bullshit things that you care about, but they won't fucking clean up like how you like to clean up, you know? Right. I mean, there's some things that you just have to be able to agree upon. Um, cleanliness, I guess, is an important one because I I wouldn't be able to live with someone who just throws things on the floor and leaves dishes in the sink. It would drive me crazy. Yeah, like the extreme is a hoarder, right? Like the extreme is a hoarder. A hoarder has, I, I mean, hoarders have um, actual problems mentally, <laughs> right? Like if you're hoarding, like there's a problem there. And that is something that you can't really change. And if you're going to be with someone with a hoarder, you kind of have to accept that if that's what you want to go with. If you don't accept that, like you're setting yourself up for failure. Right. That's not going to be something that you're going to go, oh, well, they're going to be- get better as this relationship goes on. No, they're not going to get better. In fact, people usually get worse. <laughs> yeah, no, if, if if you're dating someone, like in our example, someone that's a hoarder and you're expecting them to get better, you're making a mistake. It's not, it, not going to happen. I mean, it might happen, but you are setting yourself up for failure again. I mean, I'm not saying that people can't get better or um, fix these things about themselves, but you are setting yourself up for failure. You're not going to change someone. It is up to them to change themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, another thing I'll talk about, uh, you and me specifically, and this is, uh, this is, this is about music. Music's a good one. I've known a lot of people that will only search for people in their same musical genre circle. And it is, uh, I, I listen to, I used to listen to a lot of metal music, right? And there, I would think, I, I will always tell that there's, you have to meet people in the middle, but I could say safely, like, there's no way you'll meet me in the middle and listen to metal music with me. Right. Hi. Like there's no way. No. Right? There isn't. <laughs> Metal music's too satanic for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> so let's say that, Um, but when it comes to music, there's genres that you like that I will meet you in the middle on and I will enjoy. Like, you don't have to, you, you meet in the middle on different subjects. 
I, I mean, like different things, right? So like, like you could meet me in the middle on liking sushi. You could learn to like sushi and that's cool. Or I meet you in the middle and I learn to like music that you like or whatever. I learn to appreciate things that you appreciate. You learn to appreciate things that I appreciate and it brings you together. You don't have to appreciate every single thing that someone likes. No, but you have to open yourself up. I mean, be a more well-rounded person. Then you'll be able to invite all sorts of people into your life. Exactly. I, I think that's a good, I think that's pretty good. Like be a more well-rounded person. And if you're more well-rounded, you're into more things. You're going to meet more people that are into the same things or, you know, well-rounded is in, you have the, you have a lot of, instead of having a lot of core values you care about, which could completely be bullshit. You have a lot of common interests that you're into and you have a lot of common interests. You have a lot of bonuses, right? Like you have a lot of bonuses. That's the bonus column. Those are the things that when you get with someone and they have the right core values, oh, they also like this. I love that. Oh, they want to do this. I love that. They want to hike. I love hiking. The bigger your bonus column is, the more bonuses you will get when you meet someone. Definitely. Um, but you need to realize what is a interest and what is a core value because they're definitely very, very different. Oh, absolutely. They are very different. So yeah, it's, that's why it's up to the listener, the listeners. It's going to be, it's not easy to, it's not easy if you're so, if you're so against alcohol, like there's a lot of people that are really against alcohol for good. I mean, I think for good reason, I, I rarely drink alcohol. I mean, there are people that, uh, they had family members die to alcoholism, something like that. And they, instead of the approach of, you know, some people will actually invite, invite that into their lives because people around them did it. There are some people that also detest it because it, it killed their family members. Right. And so it could be hard to take that off of your list to go, oh, let's take, you know, I don't want to date someone that drinks because of reasons that alcohol kills people. Right. I don't want to date someone that does that. Well, being it, it is tough. It's tough to take that and move it into a different column and say, okay, that doesn't matter as much anymore. Do you, it obviously still matters that you don't want someone that's addicted to a substance, but you're going to move it over and you're going to say, oh, it doesn't matter as much. This person is actually a great person, even though they like drinking wine every now and then. Absolutely. I mean, still be true to yourself. Listen to yourself. If something really doesn't sit well with you, um, you know, listen to that. Go with your gut feeling, even if it's drinking or something we've suggested that you should open yourself up to. If you really aren't sitting well with that, that's not vibing with you. You know, keep that in your core values column. Be true to yourself. Don't let people into your life that you don't think are going to um, fit in very well. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, like I said, I, I'm just trying to challenge you into moving core values into this bonus common interest column. But like I said, there, there, there could be something that you will not budge on. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just trying to help you expand. Definitely. Expand. That's it. I'm not, I'm not asking you to, again, to completely change your standards. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm just trying to challenge you to accept more people into your life. Right. Which is always going to be a good thing, mostly, you know. How do you think um, people find out other people's core values, especially in the online dating world? Oh, that's a pretty good question. Uh, finding out core values. That, like, that that's something that only happens by a lot of conversation, right? So, 
when you're in the online dating space, you send the first message, you get a reply. Hopefully you get a reply and then you have that conversation going. And a lot of times it will be small talk, small talk, small talk. And um, online date, like dating on Tinder is no different than having a conversation online aside from a few key details, but you're still conversing with someone else. And in a conversation, you're going to be able to pick apart. uh, You're going to be able to pick apart what someone says. I mean, whether in person or through text, like you could see something they say and be like, eh, I don't know. That's a little weird. Uh, that's a, I don't know about that. Right. Like, like that's going to happen, you know, like, you know, like, like, uh, you scroll through Tinder. I, every now and then I, I'll see like a chick that says, uh, only white people not interested in anyone else. And again, like, I'm not saying that that's like, like that, like that's weird to me. I'm not saying like, there's anything wrong with her. Everyone has the people they want to date, the people they're into. I get that. I understand that. But that that's a little weird to me. You know, like, do you have to say that, right? Like, do you have to say that on Tinder? Like you could just only match white people and not say that. So it's like, it's weird to me that someone would be like, I'm only into white people. Like, that's it. And then they have, like, a swastika on them in their Tinder picture. Like, shit like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, just a small warning. Yeah, just like, just like a little swastika, right? And you're like, eh, I don't know about that. That's a little <laughs> weird. That's a little weird. There's a swastika on her chest. I don't know. Yeah, so, so, so like, there are hints. There are hints. And, and they, they will come out in the form of conversation, as everything does. You know, it all comes out in the form of conversation. So once you work your conversation skills up, you know, through text, uh, you will figure out someone's core values. And um, so you would say, don't just blatantly go out and ask somebody what they believe in. You can. No, I, I you can do that. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It, like every conversation is different and you have to judge whether you can do that or not. I mean, like I said, like a kind of a bullshit thing I have is that I want someone with a good palate, right? I like a good, like they can eat a lot of food that can go eat with me. You know, I want to go to all these places I want to eat. I can ask them questions about that. And that's easy, right? You just ask what, what someone likes to eat. You know, I dated a chick that only ate Chipotle and I wanted to kill myself like every day. That was terrible. Right. But what about things that are a little bit more, um, a little deeper, like finding out if someone is an honest person or whether they have integrity or if they want to have kids or stuff like that. That's a little bit more awkward to come out and ask. Yeah, no, no, it is. It is. It, it, it's not easy finding out, you know, what someone is actually into. I like a big, a big way you figure that out. And obviously this is, this doesn't really pertain to like online dating, but a big way you figure that out is by moving in with someone, right? Like that, that's when you really see the shit come out. Like that's when you really see the core, the, their core values. Like when you move in with someone, you know, which doesn't really matter here, but you, all you can do is set yourself up to learn as much as you can before you meet this person and before you continue having this person in your life, right? Like, that's all you can do. You will never figure everything out through conversation. Like, you never will. You can only do as good as you can do. Right. Right? Like, like it, there's no way you'll ever figure out if someone is a is really a fucking weirdo on the internet. You know, that's that's hard to figure out. Because, I mean, like, like, let's like, you just you never will. Like, there's things that some people keep secret to themselves that will never come out and you will just never know about. You know, like, it's it's hard to figure out everything on the Internet or even in person. You just got to get the vibe. right? You just got to feel the vibe. That's all it is. You just have to have a good intuition. Yeah, exactly. It's intuition, the vibe you get. And it's it's 
a nice thing about something like uh, like Tinder is there is so many people. So if the vibe is off, like go to the next. That, that's all you do. You know, like there's so many people like don't get stuck on this one person. If they feel a little weird, move on to the next. There is always another person on Tinder. I don't know how many people are on Tinder, but I bet it's a lot. So <laughs> you can swipe as much as you want, whether the vibe is right or not. Right. Oh, yeah. So just do your best. And if your best isn't good enough or you feel off, go to the next. There's always another person. There's always another person out there. Okay, what would you say to the people who feel really attached to the matches that they get? You know, like, um, like they don't want to choose another person. Like, like for example, like, you're really building this person up in your head, like, when you match you. through them. Okay, yeah. If you are stuck on your matches on Tinder, you are making a mistake. Absolutely. There's this... This bullshit term where people go, there's more fish in the sea, which is really stupid. And I hate it when I hear it, but it is so true. Like, it is absolutely true. There are more people out there that will make you feel better than the last person. I heard one person say one time, and it resonated with me. They said, your next girlfriend will always be better than your last. And I'm not going to lie. That's been true for me. That's probably been true for a lot of people. And most of the time, that is true. The next person is going to be better than your last. Are they actually better than your last? I mean, maybe not. But in your mind, you always think the new thing is going to be better, which is, I mean, kind of messed up. But that, that kind of resonated with me. It's, it's pretty true. Don't be stuck on your matches. Move on. That is the other thing you got to open yourself up to. Like, you have to move on. When you are stuck on a match, you're going to fail. You are going to fail. My matches and my conversations got so much better when I would move on and talk to 10 women at once like that was when it got better because you're not stuck on a match you don't make the mistakes a big mistake guys will make it's all over you can see it on reddit you can see it on all these whatever website where women will post their conversations on the internet a big problem is guys will send a message get a reply which is always good and then they go ahead and mess it up and the way they mess it up is i send a message i get a reply i send another message silence I send another message, silence. I send another message, silence. Have I messed up by now? Yeah, usually the last message ends up being some angry message calling the girl a bitch for Typically. not responding. And that's someone that is super insecure with anything I would say they're doing in their life. If you're doing that, you're, you're a fucking problem, honestly. So you, have, you send a message, silence, message, silence, message, silence. But then you get a, re you get a reply from the woman that says, oh, I'm working right now. Oh, that's why I didn't get a reply. Maybe if I wouldn't have sent three messages and seemed like an idiot, it would have worked out. I would have had a longer conversation. But she already knows that you are desperate and you have no one else you're talking right. to. There's and that's a, a problem. There's a lot she just learned from that. It yes. Change. People have lives. They have lives. There's no doubt about that. People have lives and things they have to do. You are meeting a random person on the Internet. I can't stress that enough. When you're meeting a random person on the internet, they have no reason to give you the time of day. They don't know who you are. All they know are your pictures, what's in your profile, and what you message them. They don't owe you anything. You know, even if you get a match, like, and you don't get a reply, like, that's okay. You don't have to get upset with that person for matching and not replying. It happens. Yeah, because what do you do when that happens? What do you do when you match someone? You send a message or... You're on meet me and you send it, send the first message, you know, meet me. You don't have to match. You send the first message and they don't reply. What do you do? 
Um, you send a message to another match. Exactly. That, that's how easy it is. You go to the next one. There's always another one. As the great DJ Khaled once said, another one, right? Like, that's <laughs> what it is. Like, go to the other one. There's another one out there. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to mess it up. You're going to mess up your conversations. You're going to mess them up. But the whole point is messing them up, right? You're going to learn the mistakes you made. And this all coincides. This all comes together. And challenging yourself to change core values into bonus common interests, you're going to meet more people. The more people you meet, the more conversations you're going to have. The more conversations you're going to have, the more likely you are that you're going to move off the internet or whatever you both decide you want to do. Whatever. That's the whole point. It's a numbers game. It's always been a numbers game. It will always be a numbers game. The numbers are too big for it to not be a numbers game. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Right? Okay. <laughs> now, one thing to talk about is opening up your matches, you're going to meet more people. And you are definitely going to meet more people that you don't meld with. Because, again, like, that is part of the numbers game. The more people you open yourself up to, the more people you're not going to meld with. I've experienced it 100% where you will message someone and they'll message you back and it just doesn't fit. Have you talked to someone where it's just like they're from a different planet? Oh, yeah. Like, I would maybe message them, hey, what's up, smiley face? And they would just be responding with, like, some vile sexual, <laughs> like, pickup line. And I'm like, oh, well, that's definitely not the direction I was heading towards when I sent, hey, smiley face. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some people would construe a smiley face a little bit. I guess nowadays, so. Right? They're too friendly. Smiley faces are way too friendly. Too nowadays. inviting. Yeah. Smiley faces are something else. But no, I can like that. That That's it. I mean, you are going to meet people that you're not going to meld with. But that that's a good learning experience. It's a good learning experience because you will you you will figure out the people that you do meld with. You know, like if you if you've only talked to three or four people, you know, in your life of the opposite sex or whatever, you've only talked to three or four people, prospective dating partners. Like, how do you know what you meld with? Yeah, you're not going to know what you like or even what you need in a partner until yes. you've talked to, dated, gone through several different experiences with other people. Yes, like I've told you, you um, like coworkers you've had, I've told them, get out of the relationship that's shitty and have sex with more people. Meet more people. Do those things. You're young. It's time to do those things. Figure out what you want. Right. Like, is that such a bad thing to suggest to say, hey, go meet more people, go have more sex, go do whatever you want to do. And then hopefully by the time you're 30 or 40, you'll know what you want. People in their 20s don't know what they want. I didn't know what I want. I think I know what I want at 30. I think I do. I think I do. So that's what I'm trying to. I want people to meet more people so they figure out what they want. I mean, is that like, is, is that wrong to ask of someone? No, because I think when you get into a relationship with somebody, um, I think it's expected that the other person knows what they want. That way you're not getting into some wishy-washy, what is this? What are we, where are we going type of relationship? Exactly. Then that's, that, that's happened in almost all of my relationships is like, what is going on? Right. Right. And that that might happen in every relationship. It would probably never be perfect. There's always like a multitude of things where it's like, where are we at this? Where are we with this? Where are we with this? Right. Like it could be sex. It could be like 
um, having kids. It could be all these things. But the more of those that you are sure about that you want, you can cross those out and hopefully have less problems going down the line, right? Oh, yeah. You know, like, like if you don't know anything of what you want, that's a whole multitude of lists where it's like you're going to be wasting a lot of time. Exactly. Like, how are you going to figure how are you going to figure all those things out? Whatever they may be, again, different for different people. But like, you got to figure those things out if you want, like, obviously a more serious relationship, which this, you know, this episode is catering more to people that want a more serious relationship, which I mean, I don't think you have to have on the Internet. I had I've talked to a ton of people on the Internet that that's all it was, was what I like to call the internet one night stand, which some people like that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with meeting someone online and sharing like a moment together and both deciding like that was a cool moment. We talked tonight and then tomorrow night. Well, let's go to the next person. And you never know if that person you meet is going to be the person you want to hang out with. Like you never know. You're right. Right. Exactly. So uh, one thing that I, that I really want to hammer home after this is be more open, uh, lower your standards in a healthy way, right? You can lower your standards in a healthy way. I want you to do that. And it is a challenge. Uh, it is a challenge. But lowering your standards in a healthy way is, like, like it says, it's healthy. That's what it is. You open yourself, you'll meet more people. The more people you meet, the more conversations you'll have. The more conversations you have, the more you can learn about, like how you said, um, find the core value. How do you find the someone's core values out? a conversation you will learn how to do that through conversations as well as you can it will never be perfect but as well as you can you will figure that out okay so that's what i want you to leave this episode with you're going to fail when you have internet conversations trust me i've done it i've sent the i've sent the uh the triple text the quad text i've done it and it always fails and you know why you do that because you care too much send them the message go to the next when they don't reply find another person to talk to there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why people don't do that more. Why are you so into the one person you sent a message to that didn't reply? If they didn't reply either because they didn't think you were uh, someone that should have been replied to, then go to the next because obviously they don't like you enough or whatever, whatever it is. I mean, go to the next person. That, that's what I want you to take from this episode. And I think that will help you figure out what you want. It will help you be more successful when you continue online dating. Like, would you say that? Absolutely. And, um, you know, when you're looking at interests versus core values, like take a look at the interests that you're looking for in other people. What does that really say about them as a person? Translate that into core values. Like, what are you really looking for? Okay, I want somebody that does this. Um, Does it really matter that they do that? Or does it matter that they're hardworking, they have integrity, they're honest, et cetera, et cetera? Like, boil it down to what really matters. I couldn't have said it better than that i want you to i want you to meet more people i want you to learn how to navigate a text conversation internet conversations are the foundation of everything you're going to be doing when you're online dating so you need to figure out you need to meet more people talk to more people learn how to have a good internet conversation it's a weird skill it's weird we have to talk about it but it's true it is a skill it's different and you know if you are having a hard time conversing on the internet it's going to be hard in person. Like it, it is, it is. It, it, some people it might be easier, um, but it's, it's all conversational skills and it's going to change who you are. I mean, it's going to change how you converse with people. And the more people you talk to, the more you will have successful conversations with people. I mean, conversing is a skill. Like, is it not social skills? Yeah, it is absolutely a social skill. And is dating 
online dating is it not a social uh um, almost a social experiment a social battleground uh, yeah it's a social battleground yeah absolutely it is a social battleground that is what it is so you need to learn these skills i think that's pretty much it i i uh i think i got everything through that i wanted to get through i'm so glad Kristen, that you were here um i think you said a lot of great things that people need to listen to and uh well thanks we'll be back with episode two so I think that pretty much sums up the core values, the common interests, and what I and Kristen think of those, and how you can use them to your advantage and hopefully broaden your horizons. So now it's time to get into actual online dating, right? We need to get into one of the most important parts, which is sending the first message and what to do when you get the reply. That is the most important part. I've said it last episode. I've said it this episode. I'm sure I will say it every episode from here on with something we always have to work work towards something we always have to make better and next episode that is what we're going to do so i appreciate everyone being here everyone that's listened if you know anyone personally that has problems with their relationship life with with online dating uh wants to get into that space please just pass it on let them know um i'm here for all of you and i can't wait to see you in the next episode